With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Some West Ham fan goes, number 52. Who are you? And, and I remember just laughing. It was amazing. So it's good when something comes off in training. Yeah, I know. The <laughs> <laughs> coaches always buzz off that, don't they? That's one of the best things that you could dream up for sure. And then, yeah, I need to get another one, definitely. <laughs> so here we are again, everyone. Hope you're good. Welcome to Off the Shelf with myself, Michael Dawson. My co-host, Paul Miles. How are you, mate? All good, Doors. All good and even better because we are now in the presence of a young man who has gone the path that we all love to see through our academy into the first team, now making a name for himself. And not only is he making a name for himself, he has probably done something this season that all Spurs fans dream of doing, and that is banging in a 20-yarder against Chelsea at the south end of the stadium, in front of those 17,500 fans. And now I've said that, it can only be one person. Oliver Skip is in the house. Skippy, thanks for coming, mate. No problem, no problem. Great to have you. Right, we're going to delve back to when you were younger than you are now, growing up in Welling Garden City. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was born in Welling, grew up in like Hartford sort of area. Um, Always loved sports, all sports. I've got... My videos of my mum when I was like four or five screaming at the TV watching football. So always loved being outside, sports, football, cricket, any sports really, like even to this Spurs day. Spurs fans as well? Yeah, family's Brilliant. all Spurs fans. So yeah, it's always been like part of my life being involved with sport. Um, yeah, and then I joined my local Sunday league team, Benjo Tigers. Give them a little shout no, out. I wrote that. I'm glad you said yeah. it. And I don't have to pronounce it. <laughs> Benjo <you>. Tigers. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, I played there up until, to be fair, I got scouted really young for, for Tottenham uh, tournament. So like the development center from, I was going there from the age of five, six, seven. And then when you can get signed at seven, eight, that's when, when I got signed. Wow. That is a long journey. Yeah. Was it, was it a family thing, Skipper? You mentioned that, that, that we know that your family are Spurs fans. Mm. Was there anyone else in your family in, into sport playing wise? Was there yeah. any sporting 
excellence in the Skip household? I mean, yeah, all my family have played sport. My sister plays hockey. My dad used to play, mum and dad both used to play tennis. So there was always sporting genes in the family per se. But yeah, it, throughout my whole family, we all love sport, all sports nerds really. So, so good at sport, academic, school? Yeah, um, I was quite, yeah, quite capable in school in terms of academically, um, even when I left school at 16, I did a couple of A-levels. Oh, like, wow. Very good. It was something that I was capable of and people before at the club had done it. So it was something that I did. And yeah, I'm glad I did it. But that year was really tough yeah. in terms of the second year I was full time. I was with the first team in and out and then trying to balance the A-levels, the exams and stuff. So Trev helped you a lot. Yeah. Ah, Trev's Trev's great, amazing. Got to guide you through, especially yeah. when you're, you're the commitment of the being involved in around the first team, yeah. 23s, and then trying to do your A-levels. That's no, it was hard a, it work. It was a real tough year, like mentally just to to do, because I wanted to do well, because yeah. that's just how I'm like wired um, to do the A-levels and stuff. But then to, yeah, because at the time it was Maurizio and you know what his sessions yeah. were like. So it was really full on, but I'm glad that I did it. Is it true, Skippy? I'm, I'm just trying to remember. Um, I'm sure it is, though. You mentioned about the A-levels and stuff there. When you made your debut, Mm. It was at West Ham. Mm. You were studying the next day, yeah, right? So I, rather than <laughs> bask in the glory of his first team debut for Tottenham Hotspur, he's engrafted the next day. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it was in the cup, the Carabao Cup. Um, I came on the night before and then you know what time the lessons start for the boys in the morning. So it was like half eight, nine, I was there. But it was just something that it had to be done to get the, to get the work done as much as it was... Uh, Nice to play the first team debut, but I also wanted to make sure I was on top of the. You must study. have got a nice reception when you walked in. Yeah, the next no, morning. it was amazing. Because that's what you you thrive upon. You're thinking, look, I'm living the dream. I yeah. want to be a first team player, and then you sure. you'd got your debut the night before, and you're back to, to college the <laughs> yeah, next exactly, day. Exactly. Yeah. No, it was quite surreal in terms of like one minute you're coming on in front of sixty thousand, and then the next day you're doing what I don't know, fifty, sixty percent of normal normal people are doing so no it was it was good to keep me grounded as well in terms of keeping on top of you that you played a bit of cricket as well yeah like myself I love you're cricket. not a yorkshireman no though, i know cricket what, I bowler? batter definitely well, yeah. not bowling at all no? i had a spell one one summer like maybe 12 13 i came back and i used to bowl a bit but was more like a batsman and then one summer i came back i almost had like the yips like i came Did back you? honestly i couldn't literally release it was a weird feeling could you have ever made a cricket could you mm, i don't know i never Put in the I don't know hours yeah. that I did with footballs, but I really enjoyed. Played it. the six weeks when the off season. Yeah, came. exactly. I still, I was the same. Like, was, I love cricket. Yeah, and it, like I at school as well. I can see it, him being a proper classical batsman. No, I did it. I really enjoyed it though. It was nice when you're growing up to. Obviously, with the football, it was quite intense, and then the cricket was more like fun with my yeah. mates, things like that. You you mentioned uh, well, we've spoken about um, your, your time at school and. and and getting into the football, but obviously, because your family were Spurs fans, you'd have, mm. no doubt you'd have been coming and watching the team. Yeah, you do that through the academy anyway. Yeah. What What are your early memories of Ooh. of coming to watch your team? Um, one of the first is it sticks in my head. Burnley, I think Robbie Keane got a hat trick. Five, five, six, one, yeah, something. five nil. We won. Five, yeah, yeah. yeah. he scored came four. On. He scored four goals. Four. I remember yeah. that. I don't know what year that would have been. No, no. no that was it. No, Robbie scored four goals. Remember that. I can't remember what yeah. happened yesterday. Never yeah. mind that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that the cup final. Obviously, I was there. Um, 
2008. Um, yeah, those were the first two that really stick to, to my mind. Who were the idols? Who did you want to be? Oh, I always love watching Luca Modric yeah. growing up, yeah, and what he's gone on to achieve. Uh, but anyone, anyone that played for Spurs, I... Yeah, massive fan. Yeah, doors. I remember. <laughs> He's pointing it. No, I remember watching what, him making. But you would have loved our session today, making oh, blocks. Box, yeah, it? yeah. Oh, they're still going out there. Yeah. Oh my word! Yeah, but um, in all seriousness, Skip, you mentioned it. I mean, you are in. I don't want to embarrass him, mm. but you are in that doors mold, aren't you? Because it matters so much to you. You can tell once you pull that shirt on. You're gonna run through a brick wall, aren't you, to defend yeah, that badge? For sure. And this is exactly what the what the captain did in no, his time. For sure. I think perhaps maybe other players are more talented, etc. But I don't think you can ever argue uh, like hopes about my work ethic and what what I do for the club. So yeah. Are you uh, collect match attacks as well? <laughs> so when I come down last night, yeah. boy was going to bed, Louis. I said, I'm going to see Skippy. Yeah. Look what I've got here. What you say? Oh, for see? sure. Look, I used to, that, I used to have that. Have, to have the whole booklet. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to love these. Mom, I used to drive Look my mum crazy. Skippy, sign them. Louis, you're lucky, mate. Skippy, love and that. Tell us why you're doing that, Skippy. Tell us how surreal it is to be a kid collecting these yeah. and then to see yourself on them. <laughs> no, it's incredible. Our like, kids do it. Look, mate, this no, one, every boy, love he loves it. it. Loves it. Like any mad, sort of, I don't know. I used to love match attacks. But no, it's crazy to see, when you see your face. Yeah, you don't doesn't really sink in. Did you get any signed when you were a kid? Uh, yeah, yeah. I used to. I remember one. We had a tournament, like a, and my team managed to win. Like this was at the academy, and we managed to meet the first team for the day. And I remember everyone, Jermaine Defoe, people like you were there, and we we're getting everything signed. So I remember things. Especially like as a kid. Don't yeah, it? it's amazing. What is? Did you first start thinking I want to be a footballer, and mm. this is realistically this can happen? I think maybe. Like 15, 16, um, you start, like I was playing up a year, like in my 16th year, I played a lot with the with the scholars. So we always felt that you had a chance, but you never, you're never quite certain. Um, and you, at that age, I think you kind of have to make the decision that this is something I'm really serious about and leave school, etc. So I think that's the first sort of age where you feel like, You've got a chance and you've really got to put like everything into it to, to try and achieve that. Tell us about life in the academy, mate. I mean, what, what it's all about. I mean, obviously, you, you I, I know that for a fact that you, your family would have been, I'm sure they would have been concerned, edu yeah. you know, educationally for wise sure. about coming out of school. Yeah. But you've got to commit to this life, haven't you? So what was it like for you, you know, transferring from from being a schoolboy yeah. and being in an academy as a schoolboy to coming in? full-time full what was it like it's a massive change in terms of when you first come in full-time um literally nine till four or five is full-on you're doing boots for the first team you're doing in the morning you've got gym sessions you've got pre-act sessions and then sometimes you've got education so that time is really full-on but it was some of the best times that about my life like training with everyone just the the atmosphere that was created in that in that setup was amazing um People like John McDermott I had, he was massive in terms of setting that culture for, like when you're there, it's difficult at the time because he is sometimes, you know what John's like, on your case, yeah. but when you look but at- But he wanted to, he everything wants the done best, right. Yeah, he? he wants yeah. the best for, for you. And then it's only when you come out of that, you really, really respect and understand what he's done for you. But you love that all the way, yeah. Skippy. I had someone 
along the same line, Paul Hart. And yeah. I saw him actually the weekend back at, at Nottingham Forest. I was there, but I did my yeah. uh, coaching badge with John Mack and his discipline. Yeah. Everything had to be perfect. perfect. But that stands you in good yeah, stead it's for amazing. Not like just, at the time, it can be yeah. not difficult, but like, you're like, oh, he's always on my on case. Yeah. But then when you like look back at it, it's amazing for how it stands you for the future and other coaches as well that were there. And you weren't always a, a centre midfielder? No, you I used to play centre back a lot and then stopped growing, I think. <laughs> I was a centre forward oh, and really? backwards. Yeah. You're centre half. Ah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I played a lot of centre back um, growing up um, in the academy. Yeah, I played maybe 40, 50% split. Yeah, even up until, if you look back at some of my 18s games, I was playing centre back quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's always something that I enjoy doing, like yeah. defending. Yeah. So, yeah. You see that in your game as well still. You see 100%. danger playing midfield, but you're seeing the defensive yeah. danger, making tackles. Going back to the schoolwork, um, which is a, it's a important thing within the academy, mm. how, how did you find the balance of it all? Because, yeah. I, know, I mean, you were successful in your exams, mm. weren't you? And I know that was important to you. But obviously you're now building to become a footballer yeah. so it's almost like the balance has shifted in, in your mm. life hasn't it how did you balance it all to be honest my parents were brilliant with that like they were always keeping me grounded keeping me making sure that that my education was sorted just because you never know at that age that you you need a fullback um obviously everyone's dream is to become a footballer but the reality is a lot of people won't become that so that was not drained into me but like they they'd bring it up that it was important to do the studies, but also with the studying, it was nice because you're in a, in the academy, but then also to have friends outside. I still got quite a few friends yeah. that I went to school with. It's just nice to, because you're training every day, but then you've got more, more of the normal reality in terms of people outside of the football bubble. So that's really you, important. I do remember you telling me, it might, it might have been after you'd sort of become more part of the first yeah. team, how your mates do keep you grounded. Yeah, it's amazing. It's important, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, no, it's perfect. Like, they'll still take the mick out of me. <laughs> yeah, just, same, uh, same, same with you, Dawson. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah, still. Even now when I yeah. do, do the pundit, they're the first one to criticise Yeah. The <laughs> 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 Delete, they don't get yeah. reply no more Cheers now. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at 17, you, were, you moved up to the yeah. 23s. So that's a big age difference yeah. to make the step up and you were younger and size difference because it takes time to develop. How did you, how hard, was that hard or did yeah, you it think was, it always, it pushed you on to the next step? It was difficult because you're still developed. Like a lot, they've had, I don't know, three, four years of proper gym sessions. Mm. That's a big thing at that age. You can see a lot of boys have got the talent, but physically they're not as developed yet. So it was, it was good in terms of, it meant you had to think quicker. You couldn't rely on maybe physical attributes as much. So it was it was really good um, to play up with the twenty, and it meant a bit more as well because lots of the boys are either looking for loans or there's relegations and promotions in Premier League too. So the games had a bit more of an edge on them than than other games. One one thing that's always big for the lads in the academy, especially the more senior lads in mm. the academy, are the pre-season tours. Yeah. Now I remember us going out. I think it was America. Mm. And um, you got you were involved. Yeah. Um, I think there was three or four of you actually played in the last game. Was it in LA? Um, sure. Was it at the? Was it Hollywood? No, was we played oh, Minneapolis. Rose Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah. yeah so we you, played AC Milan. We played Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. So you played against AC, AC yeah. Milan in, in pre-season, and these these are a massive yeah. steps for you under Maurizio Pochettino mm. at the time. Can you tell us a little bit about how you felt going on tour, the boys, yeah. and being part of that squad? I know the, the squad are very welcoming towards yeah. 
lads coming through the academy, but these are these are you don't realise at the time. Yeah. But these are massive times for you, aren't yeah. they? Impressed there. Yeah. And no, you're, and you're taking thing. steps forward. Yeah, I was. I think it was a World Cup year, so obviously some of the the players were getting back a bit later. Um, so it was really a lot of quite a few academy boys went. So it was a big opportunity, um, and one that you think it's like if you take this, then potentially you could stay with them for the rest of the season. That was my mindset going into it, was to try and stay as long as possible because you know at the end of the preseason people will go back. So my my feeling was to try and stay stay as long as possible almost and yeah I mean that was amazing like the players are so welcoming when you first because you are a bit nervous for sure you've been you're six what was I 17 so you're with international players and then you've just been in the academy so no I was nervous to start with I'll be honest like when you're first around mm -hmm. the first team try and keep yourself to yourself a bit more and then as you become more and more comfortable you start to show your personality for example. He got that comfortable. Is it true you forgot to uh climber it your So this boots? is a funny story. Oh, well, not funny. <laughs> so I think I um so I was on his boots the whole season <laughs> and then um I was at the end of that season I trained with him a few times but I had a game with the twenty threes so if that happens someone like someone's supposed to cover for you and then I get back the next day and I've got a message from John like Who's on Mauricio's boots? My face. I Aww. sunk. I was like, yeah, that was sheepish. Like, yeah. yeah, that was me. And he's like, these haven't been done. I was like, oh my God. And then I think it was the next couple of days I, I went and trained with him. Aww. He was amazing with it. Too. Was so it? He was like taking the yeah, mic, yeah. using it. But yeah, it was one that I'm, 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 23. Yeah. Too, too, too big to clean my boots. <laughs> exactly. You, you, you know the sort of thing. But no, it was, it was good. It, yeah, he was good with it. 18-year-old Oliver Skip is on for his Spurs debut. And what an occasion for the 18-year-old from Willem Garden City. Okay, Skippy, by now you're, you're making progress. So you've been on tour and then you're called into first-team squads, including the Champions League against mm. Barcelona, which must have been incredible. And then not too long after that, your debut. So let me tell us about your debut. I mean, it was at West Ham Carabao Cup. Mm. We won the game, London yeah. Stadium, big derby. What was that like? When were you told... Yeah. How did you feel on the day, if you can remember? What was it like? Um, yeah, so I think it was a midweek game, if I remember right. Um, yeah, I remember thinking we played sun Saturday or Sunday, so there was a chance that I might be involved. It was an early round in the Cup, even though it was West Ham. So, yeah, I was getting ready for that. And then, yeah, I think we were a couple of goals up. <laughs> I remember w warming up and one of the, some West Ham fan goes, number 52, who are you? And I, <laughs> and I remember just looking at him, just laughing. Yeah. It was amazing. And then, um, yeah, so I come on and yeah, I was nervous, but once you get those first few touches, I think that's really important in, in that when you're making your debut, it's those first, if you can have try and have positive actions, then yeah, your football takes over, doesn't it? What was the response to that from, you know, family, friends, yeah. fans? No, everyone was over the moon because it's something that you can, they've dreamed of, you've dreamed of. So it's always nice, especially for your parents who have been taking you up yeah. and down the years. So, yeah, it's rewarding for them as well, I can imagine. And then your Premier League debut came. Yeah, it, it wasn't that, it was at Wembley. Yeah, it was at Wembley. Yeah, so yeah. was that a little bit different? Yeah, it was a bit different in terms of like, that season was all at Wembley. So I hadn't actually played at White Hart Lane in like a game, but... Yeah, it was Wembley, I remember. I think Eric was ill or so. he had a bad problem in the morning. And then <laughs> get to the stadium and Mauricio calls me in. He's like, oh, you know, you're starting today. Like, 
an hour and a half before kickoff. Did you have time to be nervous or was it uh, not was that really, the best way? Yeah, I think that's the best way to make your debut because like, you know, it can be, mm. you won't it'd be difficult sleeping, yeah. things like that, playing it over your, in, in your mind. So I think that was the best way to get it out the way. I mean, it gives you, I don't know, 90 minutes just yeah. to, all right, get yourself ready, but then not, not let it control your mind too much. Yeah. Now, now you, not long after that, you are part of Spurs history. Now, obviously everyone remembers the first game, Premier League game, it was against Palace. Mm. And the Champions League game followed afterwards and Sonny scores the first goals at the stadium. But a little time before that, the first ever actual game mm. at the stadium was an under-18 game yeah. and you were involved. So... What on earth was it like to walk into that place as the first team, part of the first team to play there? Yeah, it was a privilege and honour to to have that opportunity. And it was nice that it was the academy boys that got to experience that as well because it was, I don't know, 60, 70% full, if I yeah, remember correctly. Right, yeah. Yeah. And wow. yeah, it was amazing. And at that time, a lot of, I'd been lucky enough to play in front of a lot of fans, but a lot of the boys... They hadn't, so it was an amazing opportunity for everyone. And luckily you managed to win as well because yeah. there was a bit of pressure. You yeah. don't want to be having that opportunity and yeah. then losing. that embarrassing. So we had to make sure that we performed as well, but uh, it was amazing. So we fast forward the time to, to 2021 season. I, I remember this well, Skip, because I was at Forest at the time and mm. you went on loan to, to Norwich. Was that always something you thought, I'm going to have to try and do to then... Go yeah. and like establish myself because you certainly did that. I remember you in in the Norwich team with Daniel Farke as manager, and and you were the main player, number four, getting on the ball, dictating everything, and obviously then got on, went to promotion. Great team. How how important was that loan for you? No, I think it was crucial because I'd had two years in and around the first team, getting odd starts here and there, but it was something that I felt I needed to do. And it's nice training with the first team, but to to get that pressure the environment of trying to win games and to play in a first team regularly it was interesting because before I went um, Mourinho said to me he rang me just before he's like oh, I don't want you to go but I was like ah oh, I'd really like to go and okay. we had a discussion about it and thankfully I was grateful he let me go I was like I feel like I need to go and play regular games and I perhaps wouldn't have got the opportunity at Spurs for sure so now it was amazing and the fit just was perfect in terms of they were a team that were were bossing the championship yeah. that year and the manager was really good. They'd just come back from the Premier League, but they they managed to bounce back that season. Everyone was, was on board with, with trying to get promotion. And yeah, I enjoyed it as well, like moving out of home, little things like that just really set you in good stead. How hard was that though? Because it was the pandemic at the time. Yeah, so it was difficult. Friends and family, no yeah. fans, all these kind of things. It was, was that, difficult, that difficult because, yeah, you... You'd, ideally it's not too far from home a couple of hours so people could have visited but with the pandemic you, you want to keep your family away as well mm. um, so it was difficult but the group we had there was really really good fun and I really enjoyed everyone in the change rooms company so yeah. that really helped that year and it helped as well when you're winning I was just about some, to say some, and you get promoted first season alone you get promoted exactly. to the Premier League man. it took me about 20 <laughs> years to get one promotion yeah. when I was with Hull so incredible yeah, no, it was amazing. What, I, I loved that year. It's interesting because it was the perfect season for Skippy, but apart from right at the end. So yeah. Skippy plays 45 or 46 matches for Norwich. Now, the reason he played 45 or 46 was because in the penultimate game, he picked up probably the most serious injury 
of your career yeah. to that time. Yeah, at the time, at definitely. The time, right? yeah. and like I'd gone through the academy. Touchwood never mm. got injured, and then, yeah, I, I what brought, a time to do it yeah. as well. <laughs> to be fair, it's probably the best time in terms of I didn't miss out on too much football. I just missed out on a summer, yeah. but like in terms of, and I was almost back for the next preseason, was it? If you remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, it was difficult, but. Honestly, you, you're, it's going to happen at some point in yeah. your career. So you kind of half expect it. Uh, you hope that you do everything to try and prevent it, but naturally it's going to happen. So, yeah, it was, but it didn't dampen my mood too much. The next week we were celebrating the, <laughs> the promotion. Right. So. And you were, you were named in Championship Team of the Year that year yeah. as well by fellow pros. So that must mean a lot that the recognition you got. As yeah. I say, I was at Forest at the time and watching Norwich were... You, you were flying and obviously then putting the team, that must have yeah, really no, meant that, something. That's a big thing because, you know, when you get voted by your peers, it means that bit more because the people you've played yeah. against. So, yeah, it was nice. So you come back to Spurs. Um, you've done brilliantly in the in the championship. Jose Mourinho is here, so mm. you're going to work under under Jose. And I know, he, I mean, he was, a, he was a big fan of yours. I mean, he's already said to you straight away, he didn't really want yeah. to go to, to Norwich. There's a great quote actually from him on the. I'll read it out okay. to you. Okay, this jo this was J Jose on uh, on Skippy. I think he's genuinely Tottenham's future. He's one of these players by human quality, by personality. He's one of these kids. I have no doubt he will be an important player for Tottenham. I think he'd be more than a player. I think he'd be a future captain here. Hugo, Harry, I see this kid one day being a future captain here simply by his character and by his personality. This is Jose Mourinho yeah. saying this about you. What added that? That must you must yeah, have felt tempted. No, at all. exactly. It's always you know with the reputation and the person that he is. Um, I think he's really good at making people feel amazing. I think that's one of his biggest attributes um, to really understand what the human side of of management. So no, it was an amazing. But also it meant that I needed to go out and prove it rather than because anyone can say anything. Like so, I had to try and not live up to it but almost go out there and show everyone what I could do to to try and I don't know fulfill whatever would happen so we we, we touched on yeah you played 45 out there yeah. the 46 games that was your first injury last couple of seasons yeah. you've picked up the old one how how have you dealt with that because when I got injured I used to hate people speaking about yeah. when are you fit when are you that's the worst thing about hardest it. Thing. how have yeah. you dealt with that has, has that been a mental problem yeah. or has it been you've always been focused going look it's part of passive football it'll always no, be there you have to it, just deal it with it it is super frustrating as you can imagine especially the one I had uh, in like January last year because there wasn't really a time frame on it, which was so frustrating because if, I don't know, you say you're out for five months, you can, you're can you disappointed for the first week or so, but you get your head around it quickly enough. But with this one, it was almost like I kept pushing to try and come back and then it still wasn't right. So eventually I ended up having the surgery. But um, yeah, it is difficult with injuries because you know everyone's like, when are you back? Yeah. And you're like, it's the last question. Although people are trying to be nice, yeah. like, oh, honestly, it does your head in yeah. that. And I, I didn't realise that before my injury. I would always ask people, but now, yeah. I, you know. You like, know what, do you? Nah, I did with Ledley all the time. I never go and say, yeah. it's a worse it's thing to so that. frustrating because you're doing everything you can, but, like, it's not ready. And, yeah. like, yeah, people are always and want to know, and I get that, but sometimes it can be the most frustrating mm -hmm. thing. And 
to, especially when you're doing your gym work and then you're watching them training at games. It's tough, isn't it? Well, you're fit as a fiddle now. Yeah. In the team, cemented your place, playing well. Mm. You must be buzzing to be. Yeah. I'm, I'm feeling um, good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like it has been a difficult season yeah. for everyone, uh, definitely. Um, I think people, I don't know, like it hasn't been the season that we all wanted for sure. Um, but there's definitely a lot of improvement that can come from me and from the team. I, I'm, I'm sure of that. So been real up and down, I think. I think. How have you dealt with that, Skippy? Because you had yeah. the successful, I mean, look, you've you've come through the system, so it's always been an up upward trajectory yeah. for you personally. Then you go to Norwich and yeah. you win the title, you win the team of the year, then you get an injury, but then you come back. Last season, look, we finished fourth for that brilliant yeah. run. But this season has been difficult. How yeah. have you dealt with that yourself? No, it has been difficult. And I think... At times, you can almost get too caught up in what's going on around um, with all the noise, etc. So, yeah, I think just trying to stick to doing what you can, training well, playing well. At times, I think the whole team, it's fair to say, has not been at the level required. So it has been difficult to try and try and play in that team, for example, but I think that there's a lot of young players in the team that will definitely get better and improve. Skip, shoots, great strike, what a goal! Oliver Skip with his first goal for Spurs! He couldn't have dreamt of such a moment! Talk me through that goal against Chelsea. A few of us scored the first goal for Spurs against Chelsea. Yeah. What a strike that was, mate. I, I was at Sky that day. <laughs> Jimmy Floyd asked about and I was thinking, wow. Fluid. How good yeah. did that feel? No, it was amazing. Um, especially when you don't get many as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know about <laughs> So it's one of those that you always cherish and remember for sure. Um, yeah, it was just after half time as well. So in front of those fans, I think if you could almost dream up a scenario, a 2 0 win against Chelsea at home. Yeah, I think that's one of the best things that you could dream up for sure. And then, yeah, I need to get another one, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's in all seriousness. I mean, we, we know you as that gritty, tough midfielder, great on the ball, sees play in front of him. But you want to, you've always said you wanted to add goals yeah. to that repertoire. I mean, if you can throw, throw a few of those in every year yeah, absolutely. against Chelsea, Arsenal, West Ham, <laughs> yeah. Man United, Liverpool, Man City, that'd be nice. Yeah, absolutely. I think. I mean, I don't think I'm ever going to be a player that gets double figures a season for sure. Um, but it, it is nice to to chip in with goals, important goals. Um, it's something that I think Pierre and Rodri have added this season. Yeah. Uh, they've got five, six between them. So I think it's definitely something that you can, that I can definitely improve in my game that in the final third, because in the defensive third, I'd say it's, my strength is there. So I think it's definitely something that that I'm looking to improve when I get in positions higher up the pitch um, because there's a yeah there's some work to do. Because you've there. been you've been working on that in training, haven't you? But yeah, it's interesting on, on getting on on sort of second balls and bits and pieces with, around the edge yeah. of the box. With Antonio, we always used to do this. We do like a, a shape um, thing, and then a keeper would fire a ball to the edge of the box. So it was it was almost like a replica of that. The ball came out, and you take a touch and finish. So it was in, yeah, it was. Interesting that literally something that we'd practiced for, I don't know, a couple of weeks before, that it's something that came into reality. So it's good when something comes off in training. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coaches always buzz off that, don't they? So Skippy, look, we've looked look back at this season and you're right, highs, highs and lows, but 
as you rightly say, there is a young core of, of players in that group. Mm. And I guess you're, you, you know, we're looking to bounce back next season, aren't we? I mean, it's a, it's a big season next season. Yeah, I agree. I don't think anyone in that building is happy, content with, with where we've been this season. Um, for large parts of it, I don't think we've performed as well as we could have. Um, yeah, and I think next season will be be important in terms of getting that good preseason in, and then I think that it'll be important to to start off the season well. And yeah, because this season, like I mentioned before, has been a disappointment. I think for everyone, there's no yeah. hiding away. Reality. There's no hiding yeah. away from yeah. that. Um, we've not played where we want to be. It, even from like an individual point of view, I feel like there's been times where I've been good, and then times where I haven't performed where I want to be. So yeah, I'm looking to to improve every season. To sum it up, up Skippy, you're the kid. I mean, even saying these words is is beautiful. But the kid who supported Spurs when he grew up locally, family supports Spurs. He's come through the system. He's a first team regular. He's banging in goals against Chelsea. When you sum it all up, you're in a good place, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, nah, you you can when you look at that little boy who was coming to training at six, seven. You can never imagine that you you'd get to this. So sometimes you do have to take a step back. I think end of the season is really good to do that. It's difficult in the in the moment. There's so many things going through your head, but I think at the end of the season to look back and look at the things you did well and then the things that you can can improve and. Yeah, we're so lucky to to play for Tottenham and to to be in this position. So to make sure you take full advantage and yeah, put a hundred and whatever percent into it every day. They're the words the fans want to hear. Skippy, thank you so much. You. We're not going to let you go okay. just yet. We've got seven questions, but also before we go. I think you've got to realise that coming through the academy, now all those young academy players will be looking up to you. So keep going, mate. I wish you luck for next season. But on to the seven questions that anyone who sits in that hot seat <laughs> has them, mate. No problem. First question. What's the most random piece of Spurs memorabilia Ooh. you have? And I'll give you an example. Jenna Schiacci, who played for years for Spurs yeah. women, the first time she played at White Hart Lane with Spurs women, she kept the hanger out of the dressing room. <laughs> okay. Is there anything along those um, lines? Ooh. I don't know about random. I've got the, you know, the blue and white one-off centenary kit yeah. with the flag. I've got that uh, kit. I've played in that wow. Kit. Well, I don't think many people will have that. Wow. So that's, now uh, that is a special yeah. top to have. Yeah, that one. I've got I that. I saw the boots actually yesterday. I said I was I remember. In the it was 4-4 that game. 4-4 right? yeah. Uni Kabul, Kabul, yeah. yeah. I remember that. Don't worry. We've been there. What a great top to have. Yeah. Kit. And talking about kit. There you go. Your favourite ever Spurs kit. Yeah, that. Um, also the the white and yellow with a bit of yellow. I remember that kit. Two thousand nine ten. Uh, was that what yeah, it was? was it? Yeah, it was. There's a little bit of yellow piping on it. Yeah, when we got to the Champions League. Nine ten. When when yeah. when yeah. Manchester when Jermaine Manchester yeah, yeah. yeah. Five goals with the red yeah, yeah. Man City. Yeah. Yeah. It was a baggy kit. That I remember. Oh it really? Up. Yeah, it was <laughs> baggy, <laughs> but then <laughs> you like yeah, your kit's sweet. tight. Yeah, but then I played in the charity game the other way, and it was a bit too tight. Doors, you can't. You wore that kit after wearing that kappa kit. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Kappa kit was boing. skin tight. Was yeah. you right? Yeah. Okay, Skippy. Who is the, your favourite Spurs player who you've played with, or as a kid, who you watched Ooh. when you were growing up? Like I mentioned earlier, Luka Modric was one that I used to watch and to see what he's gone on to achieve now. 
uh, playing with. Ooh. Any of them, really. Yeah. Harry, yeah. Sonny. The obvious answers. Wonderful players. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Oh, Moussa yeah. then, but everyone yeah, everyone said Moussa, yeah. Moussa was unbelievable. He was, uh, I'll never forget, we did a 3v3. I can't remember who the other player was, and I was on his team, and I literally just stood there. And he, <laughs> At least you weren't playing against him because the oh, strength of it. You, you knew which way he was yeah. going as well. Yeah. You just have but players hanging off. Yeah, he literally would run past everyone, pass it across. I just tap it. I was hanging off forget that shit. Yeah, when he played for Fulham, and I got a red card. Oh, all, oh yeah, Fulham. You knew he was down. going left as well. So but... strong, so strong. So now we need you to pick five a side team. Okay. And from your point of view, it can be no, it can be no, it can be any time, any time. But and you've been a fan, you've watched yeah. him. So in your era as a fan and a player, Spurs pick player. a five side team. Okay, uh, and you're allowed to be in it. No, nah, I'm not putting myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no chance. Uh, Hugo in goal, of course. Uh, oh, defenders is oh. tough. It's not easy. There's you. There's Leslie. <laughs> there's. Jan Vertonghen, yeah. Toby. You can't just put all four of them in. No, no, yeah. no, no. We ain't conceding the goal anyway. Fair, yeah. Defenders, always, defend, score, though, defenders always win, don't uh, they? Five sides, not bad. <laughs> if they do, def um, or... So you've got Hugo. Yeah. I'll have to put Ledley in. Ledley, from, yeah, of course. Uh, and then Jan or Toby, that's the top side. We're going to go two at the back? Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. let's play one. Let's, yeah, and then go two midfielders. Two midfielders. Two midfielders. Luka, Modric and Dembele. Yeah. Oh, Chris. forward. Harry. Oh, yeah, Harry. Good team. Yeah. He's left Gareth out. Can't believe it. True. Yeah, can't get them all in, mate. No, no. Well, That's there true. you go. There yeah. you go. Okay, this is very interesting because you'll have a lot of young lads um, and lasses watching this, listening to this, who mm. will want to know this. What would be one piece of advice you would give to youngsters who would love to follow in your footsteps? Um, ooh, especially if they're young, I think... Try and play as many positions as possible when you're growing up. That's one bit that always stuck with me because then you can develop skills for lots of different positions and they transfer into into the game. You see now every centre-back, they want them to be ball-playing centre-backs, for example. So if you've experienced positions it, like playing as a 10, as a winger, for example, that can really help you, I think. It was your Spurs unsung hero. Oh, This could be anyone, Skippy. It could be Jukesy. Yeah, it could be the coach who who was with you through, you know, under six, seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten. Something no, like that. I think I'll give it to. In my personal development, I had he he was at Brentford the other day. I seen him. Um, he's one of the first team coaches, Justin, Justin Cochrane. Cochran. Yeah. Yeah. unbelievable. Oh, he's yeah. so good. I had him maybe tens, and then twelves, and then sixteens, and then. He was um, 21's manager as well, uh, assistant. So, yeah, I'd say him. He's someone that always pushed me and I have a great relationship with him. So if I ever need a bit of advice, he'll be someone that I'll go to. Um, yeah, there's a lot of academy coaches, people like Bradley Allen. Yeah. He, he was amazing in terms of when I was 12. He was, when you're transitioning into 11-a-side football, he's amazing for that. So, yeah, those... Oh, there's loads of coaches. I yeah. could name anyone, but those two. I think it's great for Justin. I was watching the game yeah. uh, on the TV and I saw it went into Justin. When I, when I was doing my, my coaching with John Mack, that yeah. uh, Justin was about, and you say there, so he's worked from under 10. Yeah. It's not even to a player as no, a coach exactly. who wants to there's aspire a lot, yeah. to get to the top. Even Wellesley now, yeah. I had him. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. 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 Brilliant. He, yeah 12s, 13s, I first had him as well. So. Fo footballers never forget these people, do they? No, no. never. You never, no. never forget. Never yeah. Forget. 
Okay, we've got the last question. Last one. I think we both know the answer to this. Yeah. In your opinion, Skippy, who is the greatest Spurs player of all time? Ooh. <laughs> mm. And the club's been blessed with him. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm, t- I'm, I'm reading his mind here. He's thinking, <laughs> I want to say Luca. Yeah. But uh, I'll play with Harry. Yeah. No, I, no, I think it's Harry. Yeah. 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 I think what Harry's done is, yeah. is phenomenal. The goals. No, it has to be Harry for breaking. sure. Amazing. Yeah. There is so many though. I mean, this no. club has, has been blessed. Harry for place. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he, he came for he, he followed the same yeah, path as you, Skippy. So he's an inspiration no, for, sure. for figure, isn't he? Well, Skippy, thank you so thank much. Thank you. Enjoy your summer. Cheers. And good luck next season. Thank you. Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.